0: Warning: This podcast may contain bad language and content that some listeners may find offensive.
1: No, not
0: So, yeah. Well, the reason I started off low and then went a little bit extra because last week you likened me to in an, an, an enthusiasm balloon that deflated. So I feel like this yeah. time I inflated myself. Ah, reinflated. So you'll be bringing it this week then? Well. You know, maybe it'll be like a slow burner and then it um, climaxes all over your face at the end. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with T and Cleaves.
1: Each week, offering up great perspective respectable life. Okay, so as always, welcome... I was going to say, as always, I did a welcome because I don't think you've ever said welcome. I'll, <laughs> you did a disclaimer. Yeah, I don't know why we've always we kind of we just were just, naturally
0: settled into that, didn't we? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I was wait like this time. I was just waiting for you to like chime up and think maybe you'll do it this week, and then there's just like a load of dead noise. I was like, no, I'll I'll do it as always. Yep. Work of the seesaw, balancing the hard truths about disability and life.
0: Are you pitching that as a line there? <laughs> that really sounded like you were going. You were going into it like really tried to shoehorn in that in like that's going to be our strap line. I don't hate it. Don't get me wrong. It needs
1: work. It needs work. And as you know, I, I've won awards for having great strap lines. So.
0: What awards?
1: I won the one at college at RNC. Did you really? Yeah, they wanted a strap line for their new website to go with their strategy. And as a bit of a a joke, I just sent the most cheesy, cringy thing I possibly could. And I won. What was it? I think it was something along the lines of come for the education, stay for the experience. Mm. I can only imagine that the competition wasn't great.
0: Well, I would have hoped it would have been something better like... Helping you see a better future. Be honest, this is super corny.
1: That is super corny, but I don't think that would have got through because some people don't actually see that. Their...
0: Super cornea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So <laughs> so how's pings cleaves? It made no sense, did it that? No, <laughs> I mean, it, made it made no sense. sense. Contextually no sense at all. Like a cornea, yes, a part of the eye, but that <laughs> was that strapline?
0: Yeah, super, no. It's the superhero mascot of RNC, and Captain. not and not the not the millions of failed students. <laughs> Captain Cornia. Okay. Yeah, things are going all right. Like works not as shit as it was, so that's good. And then you know, hopefully, how things are moving along nicely. We'll see. That's good. Still that is good. Reserve judgment on the buyer at this point. I don't want to slander them. I guess I go back and sue them later. How
1: about you? Fine. Just fine. (laughs) Just fine. Just fine. Uh, Work has been awful. But, our anniversary with with my wife this week, 13 years. So, which,
0: yeah, feels as long as it has been. It feels. I'm going to say it, mate. You've had a wedding, so your anniversary doesn't count now.
1: Don't tell a woman that. (laughs) (laughs) Never say that, because it would never go down well. They are both equally as important, and... Why are you reading from a script?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me? (laughs) Read? According to a press release given to me by my wife, it says that both anniversaries are equally important. (laughs) T has
1: no further comments at this time. (laughs) Yeah, so that, that was nice. Um... 13 years, it's not a milestone, but it is a long time still.
0: It's unlucky for some. Yeah, but not for me. Okay. What did you, in in COVID-based times? did you do anything nice? We just ordered some food
1: in and watched the film. Can't really knock that, can you? Nice and simple, nice and easy. It might be, you know, might be a little bit boring to some people's tastes, but I'm not exactly the one for going to, like, laser tag or something like that, even in this COVID world. Blind laser tag. Blazer
0: Tag. Just school kids running around. It
1: basically is, isn't it?
0: Yeah, to be fair.
1: Right, shall we move on to the episode?
0: Yes. Feel the hype going up another notch. Good. Bring that hype. By the end of it, I'll be Fat Man Scoop. There'll be that much hype. (laughs) Or Bez, maybe. Go and grab some maracas. Nobody remembers these people. Everyone remembers Bez. Shakes his maracas. He was the happy part of the Mondays.
1: I'll tell you what, that.
0: Flavor Flav. What about that guy? You know, what goes on? That guy. Yeah. Uh, Big I'm... clock, dude. Yeah. We're, hype we're, man. We're going to move on. So,
1: what's our topic this week, Leaves? Audio description. Round two. Well, it's not really round two, it's round one again. Re- <laughs> re-rounding. Okay,
0: fine. <laughs> we call it re-round then. The first episode that we ever did, where we introduced the podcast, talked about how we balanced the hard truths and lives, how we were the bad boys of the disabled podcast industry, (laughs) (laughs) all of that stuff, you won't find here, because it's already been done, and it's already been cut. But the sound sucked, that's why we cut the first episode, and we're sort of redoing it with a little bit more, um, I don't know what the word is, experience, I suppose.
1: The sound was awful. At the time we were still getting to grips with things and the quality was just really really bad right to the point where if that was your first experience of the podcast I don't know about you but sometimes I will listen to various podcasts and in the first few episodes if like it's really bad quality sometimes it's enough to put me off and maybe yeah I should give it a bit of more chance but I don't and I've acknowledged that some people don't do that as well. So I think it's better to record the topics again on a much better sounding <laughs> setup. And now we're a
0: little bit more experienced, a little bit looser. I think we still got our core values in there. The the blindness. Yep. The topic. Yep. Hitler and pedophiles.
1: Yeah, they they were referenced within twenty minutes.
0: So that's not always a good step forward. <laughs> nope. I mean, it wasn't like we were on the side of those people. No, 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 no. But still bringing it up in, like,
1: episode one.
0: Look, if unless you were a Nazi or a paedophile, you'd have nothing to be offended about. What
1: about Nazi paedophiles? I
0: mean, they would have existed. They're the worst humans of all.
1: I was going to say, like, you don't get much worse than that, really, do you? No. Moving on. <laughs> cool. So... Audio description.
0: What is it, T? Explain it to the listeners at home whilst I put a mansplaining theme tune over their top.
1: <laughs> I'm going to stop explaining things going forwards. Okay, audio description. It's pretty self-explanatory. You can't really do it on live TV. In fact, I'm, I'm positive live TV can't accommodate this at all. So for recorded content on a lot of platforms now, I think the most sort of streaming platforms have it, You can have a narrator describing what goes on during your program. It can vary wildly on how much detail they give. I think they outsource to to various companies to provide the audio description. So it's not done in-house. So Netflix aren't doing their own audio description. They'll outsource it. It can be really useful if you're watching a a show where... If you have no site at all, or you're watching a show where your, your site wouldn't allow you to pick up on everything so I I won't use it when I'm around other people because I think it ruins the experience for everyone who doesn't want to use audio description but on my own if I'm watching something that's going to be quite dark very action orientated I will have audio description on because I can't really pick up on the details and I don't want to have my face right up to a screen to catch maybe a couple of things At least with this, I can sit on the couch. I can sort of listen and watch at the
0: same time. What kind of stuff does it actually explain, though? Uh, Is it literally everything that's going on?
1: So this depends on what the company is going to be doing. Some will, in excruciating detail, describe everything that's going on. Others will not give you enough detail. So that's... What if someone's just, like, making
0: breakfast or something, though? Is it like, oh... Bill gets up and starts making breakfast. He's frying the eggs. The pan looks hot. So in that
1: instance, it would be uh, like... An example of one that doesn't say a lot would be like, Bill gets up and he starts making breakfast. And that will be it. Like Then you'll just have silence. You'll just hear Bill making breakfast. That That's a company that isn't very good, in my opinion. But then you'll have others that will say... Bill gets out of bed, walks towards the bedroom door, goes into the kitchen. Bill's got a pan out. He's put it on the hob. Bill cracks an egg into the pan. Smoke comes off of the pan. That sort of thing. It goes into a lot of detail. Do you need that much? I think you don't. The problem with a lot of detail is when you have dialogue in there, you have to fit the audio description in between the dialogue.
0: That was actually going to be one of my questions. Like, do they? does the audio description talk over the dialogue? No.
1: No, in my experience. It might do in some instances, but it won't in, in a lot of the cases. So it has to find those gaps and fit what they can into those gaps. That's probably quite tricky. I imagine it's a very difficult job. So it would explain why there is sort of a lack in detail on occasion. But then there's other times where... I do feel that there are there is instances where more detail is needed, especially in sort of if you're watching an action film or something, and you know that a fight's going on, it's like a fight breaks out.
0: Is that literally the order of what they say?
1: Some of them will just say that, and you won't really get much else. But then others will be very descriptive. So I remember Netflix Daredevil, very descriptive. It was one of the things. It was very. It was rated on highly, I suppose, blind superhero. So <laughs> you, you've kind of got to make He's not it... not blind, though, is he? No, we won't... He's a lying go... little fuck. We won't go into that this time. So in that, it would be very much, oh, Daredevil punches uh, punches a hooligan, turns, kicks another, grabs a knife. Blah, blah. It'd be very descriptive, like, to a very high level, which I think was really good to give you a picture in your head because if I hadn't had the audio description on... And I remember watching the series with my wife without audio description. Then I re-watched it six months later with audio description. And I understood a lot more about what was going on and the context of things. You see a scene and it's and I can actually see it, and it's like the hero is down on the floor or quite injured or something like that. You think, oh, I had no I have no context for this. I know there was a fight, but were they stabbed? Were they punched like what hit with something I, I, I don't know what the context of this is on the other side of it I find that audio description can break the immersion as well I think it's really good to bring you in on certain things but I think it can break immersion if you have a, a big traumatic scene let's say what a, a character has passed away and they're they've got a family in the hospital something like that like you'll know the context from what people are saying and that sort of thing that's a somber moment, and you want to get invested. Like, especially if you're, you're into the film, right? you want to get invested in that. And sometimes the audio description will be like, "Oh, such and such looks sad, and such as has a pensive stare, and tears flow down the cheeks and stuff." So like, I know what sadness is. Like, this is detail. <laughs> it's a detail I don't really need, but it breaks the immersion when you just have someone reading from a script. Like sometimes you just want to be in that element and just like feel the emotions or like through what's going on on the screen. So I think sometimes it can ruin it in that regard.
0: From your experience, is there a platform that is better for using it? Is like Amazon better than uh, Netflix or iPlayer or all four or whatever?
1: I think Netflix is one of the best. Um, Amazon, they are getting better, but the problem I do have with especially Amazon, is they won't put the investment into audio describing sort of legacy content. An example of this would be Vikings. From season three onwards, there is audio description on the show. Yeah, Amazon took it over, didn't they?
0: They did. From, like, History Channel.
1: But they didn't go back and get a company to audio describe season one and two.
0: So you're pretty fucked from the off
1: then. So I can't watch it because it's one of those shows that it's very dark and it's very action-orientated, which I would require audio description for. But because the first two seasons aren't, it means I either have to start at season three and write off two seasons of story or not watch it at all. That's a problem. Mm. It's something that they could fix. I I haven't checked in months. It might have been fixed. But this isn't the only instance. So, with legacy stuff,
0: it can be a little bit tricky. What about films? Because that's not, uh, like, Amazon's own content. Do they... But, obviously, it, you know, it has the films. You know, if you buy a film or rent it on Amazon, do you, you get, like, a, an audio-described option that comes with it? Depends on the film. Oh, so it's done by, like, the film company, then, basically.
1: Yeah. It, it depends on the film entirely. I remember a few years back... Was it, The Revenant, the Leonardo DiCaprio
0: mm-hmm. film?
1: A lot of it is subtitled.
0: I'm assuming that the audio description reads the subtitles. Right? That's what I really like about it. But does, um, they must have to read that over the actors' voices, though. Yes, it does. Okay.
1: When it came to Amazon Prime, that was not an option. But when it came to Netflix, it was. So mm. I could only watch it when it came to Netflix. I couldn't watch it on Prime.
0: So That was, gets mauled by a bear. Rolls around for a bit. Stumbles through some woods at the end. Pretty much. You're welcome. <laughs> audio describes the revenant.
1: Yeah, there you go. Pretty much. Saves you two and a half hours. Uh, similarly on like the whole like subtitles thing, I, I would love there to be some sort of segmented way that audio description works. Like you could have levels of it. I know it's more work and I know it probably won't ever happen. But sometimes I just want the,
0: the subtitles read. Yeah, that would make my life easier. That's all I would really need, actually. That'd be awesome. Or if like stuff was on a bit of document, or um, you know, like when they show you the phone screens and stuff on TV. Yeah. Just anything like that? Anything with words, Just get that written out.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Like I never watched Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards until it came to Netflix because it was what you described. That film doesn't have a lot of action going on. It's a lot of talking. It's a lot of... um, It's not an action-orientated film at all.
0: Okay. On that film, then. So, there's the main scene, isn't there, where it's all in German, and they're sat in that bar or wherever it is. Yeah. And um, it's a really, really tense scene. Yeah. With someone like or did, like reading the subtitles out, does it ruin that tension? It
1: does, to a degree, to be honest. But on the other hand, I would never have watched it if it was not for that audio description. And I'd much rather have sort of a Canadian company read it out to me than have someone else in the room read it out to me. So films are a tricky one. The, the, the thing with the films is just because you think it should have audio description doesn't mean it will. Did you find it's mainly old films, though, that I didn't have it? Some do, though. Oh. So it's really strange. You sort of have to roll the dice. That's why I think Netflix is one of my preferred platforms, just because they will put in the effort to make things accessible. Does is is everything on Netflix
0: now come with audio description?
1: I don't know. I couldn't say. Um, a lot of the stuff I wanted to watch has done though. Is that Netflix own stuff? All their their own stuff does. Oh, that's good. So that that's all great. And some of the other stuff that they have on there also does. Again, I, I don't know where the responsibility lies, whether it's with a production company or whether it's through the platform provider and then they have to get someone in. Either way, someone should be taking responsibility. Like if the production company doesn't do it, as soon as it comes to your platform, you should get a company in to do it. It's not going to be that expensive a job. You just need to get someone who's quite good at it and experienced and just have a microphone, and
0: they just have to watch it and just record as they watch. And if there's one thing that we've mentioned, it's that a lot of blind people sit at home watching TV, so there is a market for it. Well, like us see. It's giving you access to some stuff that you wouldn't previously have had access to, so that's good stuff.
1: So, shall we talk about an example, so I can touch on the audio description of it? How, How do we you can touch talk?
0: an audio description?
1: Well, like E.T.
0: Let's get the glowy finger going. Oh. I also think there's something a bit sordid about that. <laughs> it's a bit weird. I'm not a fan of E.T. That's a long film. Kind of boring. Horrifying puppet. It's the little kid and, a, you know, his, his friendly alien pal. Yeah. What's not to like about it? Alien pal gets sick, kid gets sick, they're sort of linked, then one goes home. I prefer men in black. Just because E.T. wasn't hosting an intergalactic kegger doesn't make it a bad <laughs> film. If E.T. was in Men in Black, I might have a bit more respect for E.T. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if E.T. was in Men in Black, Will Smith probably would have popped in within the first 10 minutes. <laughs> With the midgie cricket. <laughs> yeah. So, we've recently watched something
1: on Prime, and I will touch on the audio description of it, and give you my, my rating of... Is it a berating? That's not a berating. I was trying to think of what I could use. Some people use like thumbs up and stars and stuff like that. I was thinking of what symbol I could use. And then I was thinking about like those disabled
0: symbols, like how many disabled symbols out of five I'd give it. You know, your um, rating system, let's say it's five disabled out of five. Right. Does that mean it's bad because it's the most disabled? (laughs)
1: See, this is why I don't like rating systems.
0: Like if you use it then by
1: that logic. Okay, so maybe I should just stick to something that people can
0: understand then. So. <laughs> it's five disabled, it will put you in a coma, basically. That's how <laughs> bad the film was. But one disabled, it'll give you a mild hearing impairment. <laughs> Fixable with a with a hearing aid.
1: Yeah. Hearing loops, yeah. One of those <laughs> yeah, <ones>. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I will think of an actual scale. Recently, there has been a show on Amazon Prime, uh, Invincible, animated show for adults, so you can feel better about watching it with your cereal. All about superheroes and sort of flipping a lot of the ideas on their heads. So, what did you think of it, Cleves?
0: I thought it was a mixed bag. Right, like, there was a lot of stuff that I did quite like, but then every now and again, it. Like it was a bit cheesy at points. Like it was, you, you like it. It's a Saturday morning cartoons, and the animation style is very nineties X Men or Transformers style cartoon. did not have a problem with, but like it, I think it dipped a little bit too much into that Saturday morning kids cartoon pool, and then all of a sudden one of the characters would like swear or punch someone, and like their eye would fall out or something, and you were like, oh yeah, shit, this is actually, this is actually for adults.
1: Yeah. I see where you're coming from. There might be spoilers here. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but you've been warned. If you are going to watch it... (laughs) Warning! Warning. This episode might contain spoilers. (laughs) So, I really enjoyed it. I can see your your issues that you've brought up. I can understand that. I think that the fact that it's a bit edgier and... I think that it does a better job at tapping into the teenager becoming a superhero sort of trope itself. I think it deals with that a lot better than other media have. Like, I, I think like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man films, like the first few with Tobey Maguire in them, I don't think it did a good job of balancing the whole trying to be a normal kid and a superhero as well as like the most recent ones have done with Tom Holland as Spider-Man I think that does a better job with the whole this is a responsibility as a superhero but it kind of gets in the way of life and you can't have both also Toby
0: Maguire kind of sucks
1: yeah there's a little bit of a renaissance on people enjoying those films lately in the last year or so going back and saying that they're pretty good I was never really a fan of them I suppose when you have no alternatives, like you take, like you like that sort of content, you take what
0: you can. I liked Molly's Game, the film. That was a film about Tobey Maguire. I don't like Tobey Maguire. <laughs> anyway, go on, anyway. Invincible.
1: <laughs> so let's go back to Invincible, not Tobey Maguire. We're not allowed to
0: say Invincible anyway, you just roll the credits.
1: Yeah. So very gory. Like I said, flip things on the head. I think the first episode, especially, you sort of get into it and, they said it was a very Saturday morning cartoons for a lot of it, but like really? 90% of the, the show is very much Saturday morning cartoon, but then they roll the credits and then you look down and there's still 15 minutes left, mm. and after the credits roll, it carries on. Then you have the equivalent of Superman, who's called Omni-Man, <laughs> basically fucks up Every superhero on the planet in brutal fashion. That was sort of at like the end of the first episode. So I thought it was really good. I'll be linking back to audio description. Audio description, bit of a mixed bag as well, if I'm being honest. In some of the action scenes, it was fantastic. But then outside of action scenes, kind of disappointing. There will be scenes that are quite tense, uh, especially in the last couple of episodes where you're having dialogue between characters because like story elements are coming a bit more like they're coming out into the open and the, the narration will be oh such and such and such and such are looking at each other and they'll just be silent and it'll be listed, like it will have the dialogue going as well like you'll have the characters having their discussion and because animated I can see more than I would do if it was a live action show And I can see the expressions on the faces and stuff like that and other aspects of the scenes. I think that you really could have expressed that a bit more, audio description, just because reactions to what some people were saying can be worth their weight in words in some instances. So as far as the the audio description, I, I will give it four out of five, I suppose. Not perfect, but not too bad. Four out of five
0: disabled. Four out of five disabled. Mm, it's quite a severe disability, then, isn't it? Yeah. Well,
1: we're gonna say five disabled
0: is good, though, on the scale. Oh, right, okay. And uh, on my previous scale, five disabled was vegetabilised on a breathing machine. Okay, so if we're going, going that way, <laughs> Maybe then, two disabled. If we're going that
1: way, then I'd say two disabled. Right. If if we say five disabled is the most disabled
0: you can be, this would be two. So a sort of moderate to fair eye problem.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This scale's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's not great, it's not great. We'll work on it, we'll work on it. Um, as far as the show is concerned, I'd give it five stars. Ooh. Out of six. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you led me down a path there. <laughs> yes, I did. We have a six star system here on seesaw. So. Because that's how many letters are in Cecil. Right, you have just luckily made that
0: link, well done. <laughs>
1: yes, I did. <laughs> so, five stars out of six stars. We'll see what the next season comes, uh, when it comes along, and we'll see what happens there. Um, and then, maybe, if people like this sort of content, we might do some other stuff now and again. Sort of reviewing, I wouldn't mind reviewing some more stuff, I like films and shows and stuff. But that's, that's up to what people want to listen to, and what you want
0: to do as well. Yeah, no it isn't. It's about what I want to talk about. This podcast <laughs> is all about Cleaves. Pretty much. The Saw podcast, with Cleves and Cleaves. <laughs> I mean, in theory you could
1: do that. This microphone does have a dual channel, so you could record and just jump to another the other seat. <laughs> so it's like a back and forth of... <laughs>
0: That's too much cleaves, quite frankly. To be honest, spending any amount of time with me is usually too much time. And that's coming from you. Yeah. Sometimes I just have to go and sit in a box and pretend I'm not there. <laughs> pretend to be a piece of the furniture. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that that's audio description. There you go. I think it's useful. Let me ask you this, though. How do you find the audio description button to turn it on? Okay, that's a thing there in itself. If I didn't have Sight, I would have needed someone to set it on. With Again, going back to Netflix, because Netflix have different user accounts, if you set it on your user account, it will stay on, and it will enable for anything that has the support for it. No, that's good. Prime doesn't do this because they have very few profiles on there. So if I set it on, I have to be able to turn it off. Because if my wife wants to watch something, it will just start narrating. So that's a bit of a pain. Uh, fuck Disney Plus. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know where to start on that. Do they not have it? I don't know. I never used it. Mm. Um, I tried to find it on one occasion. Couldn't. It Do- doesn't like doesn't like disabled people, as we've established. <laughs> Fucking mouse. <laughs> Fucking mouse. So like turning it on in the first place can be tricky but usually you just ask someone to do it for you but if I could have the same infrastructure from Netflix including audio description across the board I'd be a happy man there you go but until then i will be my miserable little shitty self five disableds.
0: I'd say I'm around four disabled would you give yourself a one out of six stars Depends on the day I'm I've achieved.
1: <laughs> I give myself a solid three, because today I've been out and also recorded, so... Yeah, us, that's productive. pretty good. Productive, I give myself a three. Hmm. I don't get a six, because I'm not really doing much effort for dinner, so... <laughs> <laughs> didn't realise that was three-star dependent. That's, that's pretty heavily weighted. Well, the day ain't done yet, is it? True, true, true. Yeah, I might have to carry a drunken ass to bed, so that would also merit
0: me a star at some point, so... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it sounded weird as well. Like you were taking me to bed whilst I was drunk. So, like to clear up and say that is not the case. <laughs> we have alluded to homosexuality a lot on this. I mean, to be fair, I passed out. So, what you did to me whilst I was in that state, I don't know. You're covered in vomit, mate. I ain't getting nowhere near you. Ah, that's my, that's my scare tactic. <laughs> So I keep all the rapists
1: away. Well, like all those animals that shit themselves to keep away predators. Exactly like that, yeah. And on that, shall we end (laughs) it So we're ending this episode. Cleves is sitting in a chair holding a drink. And I'm also sitting in a chair not holding a drink. There you go. I already (laughs) described the last bit of the episode.
0: There's a microphone in the middle of the room. Cleves has put his hands in his... On his face, and he's sighing to himself, like "For fuck's sake, let's just let's just finish this." <laughs> Cleves
1: just starting to deflate again. <laughs> yeah. Getting the pump <laughs> Quick. <laughs> quickly, quickly. <laughs> All right, see you later, Cleves. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at seesawpodcast or seesawpod, depending on which one we will. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.